Hey everyone, welcome to the Women Talk Construction Podcast, where we discuss women in construction and other non-typical careers. My name is Christy Powell, and I'm with my co-host, Angela Gardner. Thanks for joining us today. We are talking to Perla DeLuca, who is owner and CEO of Southeast Construction, a federal contractor in the heavy construction industry. And we are so excited for her to share the story with you about how she has started this school of construction, but I'll let her get into that. So Carla, go ahead and introduce yourself and we're gonna dive into this conversation. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, my name is Perla DeLuca, as you said, the CEO of Southeast Constructors, also uh, the founder of the IU School of Construction. I've been doing construction for 22 years. And uh, really love what I do, love seeing the momentum that we have now with women entering the industry more, super excited what is about to come when women get together, nobody can stop. (laughs) Just the energy on this call alone makes me just want to like stand on top of a mountaintop and scream. Oh, yeah. I got the chills now. Stop (laughs) it. I love it. Yes. Chrissy, you want to? Talk, sure. you want to talk about the, the I school? have a million questions for her. <laughs> I want to hear just a short version of your journey to here. If you okay. can do that, like it's not short and it's very important, <laughs> but we only have 20 minutes. So we're going to try to, yeah. but it's so amazing. The resiliency that yes. Pearl has had uh-huh. from the beginning. Thank to you. Now. So I'm originally from Brazil. I came here, I was 20 years old. And then I just, when I came here, I just had to do whatever, different types of jobs. I did cleaning. I cleaned boats. I worked on restaurants. I cooked. And then eventually I just saw that there was an opportunity to get into construction. I just thought to myself, my dad was in construction in Brazil. I thought to myself, I can enter and make more money than I'm doing with a cleaning company. So uh, that's how I ended up getting into residential, then from residential to commercial, from like uh, in Florida, we did over 40 houses during hurricanes and things. So I did a lot of hurricane renovations there too. And at some point, uh, like in every business, you got to think to yourself, I'm painting this wall and making this much. What if I was building this wall? What if I was building this bridge? What if I was yes. building- So I always like, what else can I do to evolve and to obviously make more money too? So that's why when we start thinking about bigger equipment and everything, and um, we end up landing in Iowa because that's what I was able to get more federal projects. Oh, so nice. you always got to keep in mind as a woman, we have an advantage on those contracts with the government, but you got to position yourself in yes. order to get them. It's not like you wake up one day and say, I'm going to do federal work. <laughs> yeah, so don't... you just need to position yourself and your company saying, let me prepare for this. Let for two years, just meet the agencies. Let me get the license they're going to require of me. And then eventually I'll be on that position to get that first federal contract. Once you get one, you're in. You just got to yes. get the first <laughs> one. I love it. It's so true, so, right? It takes a little while, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it. And you gotta like, I, I do feel like sometimes the agencies don't wanna give uh, projects to small business, but we have to do our part. We have to be prepared. We have to do a good job, you know? So then they don't have anything to say like about the minority contractors, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But now I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but a lot of the investors, a lot of the developers and a lot of the owners of these big companies, even though it's not a requirement, it is a goal for their company to have more women and minorities doing business that they're doing business with. And have you seen some of that work come your way yet in Iowa? Oh, yes, for sure. I mean, I don't do commercial anymore, but I can see how companies like Whites and the larger corporations are hiring people just to deal with the diversity contractors and also with the women contract. What I do participate more, which is federal procurement, I'm on a board uh, of procurement for Goldman Sachs, is that we are able to raise the goal from 5 to 15%. Yes. The beginning of the year. So now is actually a mandate on contracts across that women get more contracts for sure. Nice. I love that. Iron Elk is a certified woman-owned small business that focuses on safety products to protect your most valuable asset, your employees. They work hard with the very best manufacturers in safety and have the expertise to back it up. From safety apparel to personal protective equipment to non-slip floor mats to arc flash assessment and measurement of your energy, we have partnered with the safety professionals that you can trust. Iron Out, 770-3323, area code 64 The federal government is just that $3.1 trillion. They are challenging, or actually, I think they're putting stipulations in place right now for 50% of that money to be spent with minorities and women. And have you seen that been a big increase in your business as well? I I have seen a change in the last couple of years where there are more uh, consciousness on their end about awarding to minority and women owned. You know, uh, they even, they call me sometimes agents, oh, we would like to have a meeting with you. What can we do different? What can we do better? I said, because right now, for a long time, there was a disconnect. Everything was going to the larger companies. So I think we got to go with this wave and push it. You know, we can do it. I agree. I agree. I'm so excited about the wave, aren't you? (laughs) I said this earlier today. It is wonderful to be a woman in construction today. I love it. I love it. People always say, Marlo, why I was smiling? I said, because I love what I do. I know. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are fights on site. <laughs> yeah. There's fights with engineers. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm still standing, you know? Yes. Yeah. You are. Yes, yeah. you are. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, if you don't mind, tell us about that bridge that you built. So that bridge, that great big bridge that's behind you in your photograph. Tell me where that was and how hard that was to start and complete that project. I got to correct you on that end. I didn't okay. build that bridge. Okay. Another company built the bridge. We did the concrete backing. Oh, well, that's yeah. still so a lot. I just yeah. make that clear. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's still, I was super happy. So that bridge is called the Women of Achievement Bridge. Nice. And I won uh, that contract with the city of Des Moines. It wasn't federal at the time. And it was not an easy project. They were not using the correct product for the for the bridge. And now uh, we fought the project the whole time. But at least I, it's one of my, I love that bridge. You know, it represents all the women out there that are have achievements, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's a big achievement. Where Where is that bridge? Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. 
It is so cool. I'm a Brit. I love bridges. Like, I love one bridges. Of the reasons I love Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania so much is because there are bridges everywhere and they're beautiful. That's just <laughs> such a great icon seeing you with your pink hard hat on and you looking awesome in your business suit because you're a businesswoman from Brazil cooking, cleaning, and, and here you are, right? 22 federal contracts later, and you're opening a school. Yes. Tell us about the school in Iowa. I, we're really, really excited about this. And I think that you've hooked up with one of our friends, Laura, who's going to try to help you get PPE equipment for your girls. Awesome. She's very focused on that. So um, tell us a little bit about the school and when it's going to start. We're really excited about this school because we noticed before COVID the labor shortage, you know, and for me, this school always been about women. I don't see a reason why women are not doing construction. We are behind in the U.S. on that thought, because if you go South America, women are built. Women by themselves are building whole buildings in the U.K. also. So I want to put more women into the construction and also help guide them to make that wage. You know, so I think I can help just. For the standpoint point that I've been doing for so long, I understand the industry. I can, I, I know all the bigger employers here in the Moines. I can put them on a great position with them. So I was just thinking, why not open a school training the people and, you know, go from there. Give people opportunity. People gave me an opportunity when I came here and I just want to give it back. What an incredible story. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking earlier today too about how the wage is the same in most places for women and men in the industry, right? It's like only 0.9% difference. So if a man makes a hundred thousand, a woman might make a hundred thousand or maybe 99,900. So tell us a little bit more about that. I'm sure you've seen that, you know, the statistics, the research behind it. Yeah, for me, it was like the way I look at it, like a lot of women don't know that in construction as a superintendent or project manager, you can earn between 100 and 150,000 a year. When they hear construction, sometimes they get put up like, I don't want to hang drywall, but you can be a quality control. You can be an inspector. You can do survey. There's so many things you can do in construction to earn that money. I pay on my side $60 for quality control an hour. So there is no reason why other women cannot enter the industry. That's what the school is going to train them on the basics and then just direct them to that path. Right. So they're going to be able to see the options that they have. Yes. Right. You're just going to introduce them to it. It says, so what's a typical class going to look like in your school? So let's talk about like we have we have drywall, we have interior finishes, we have exterior finishes. So uh, we have an app. They will look at they will look at the content prior to come to school. Then four days are gonna be hands on. You know, uh, my favorite week is equipment week. So they're gonna learn how to back up and and hook a trailer, how to put materials on a truck, how to tie the materials. They're gonna learn how to use the skid loader. So <laughs> things like that. Like I love equipment week. I, I love, I love it too. operating equipment. <laughs> driving trucks. There's nothing women can do. We just got to stop with the stigma, you know? Right. There is such a stigma, isn't there? Oh God. I used to think it was so cool. And you you guys are probably going to laugh that I could put shingles on my shoulder and carrying them to the job site. (laughs) I just thought I was so cool because I could do that. Right. 
And I would do it just because I could. <laughs> and I'd make sure that all those men that were there that wanted to help me, I was like, no, I got this. No problem. You took it. I did. I did it. I, I really think that's important because there are a lot of women who are brought up in homes where their dads are raising them, right, to, to do whatever they want to do. And, but they might not know what all those things are. What, what, what do I want to do? I'm, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm older and I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> so, I don't mean, look, let's not talk age. <laughs> but it's uh, okay I, I to just change. Feel like with, the, with the proper training, the women will have the confidence to enter the industry. Yes. So, no, like, uh, it, it, it is not a easy. I always tell girls, you sure you want to do construction because it's not an yeah. easy industry to be in. But we can change that. And I think yes. with the proper training, then the guys cannot, you know, harass them on site, in other words, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So let's just say I'm a new, I'm a female in my 20s, and I decide that I can't pay my bills without working three jobs. I got kids at home and I'm a single mom, and I want to get into the field. What would you tell me if I said, I've heard it's really hard in construction? Am I capable of doing this job? Do I have the capacity? What will I have? Would you prepare me for the conversations that might take place at the workplace? Or let's just pretend I am that 20-year-old who wants to come to work and quit working three jobs and, and provide for my family. So what kind of advice would you give me? So I would say if you were in Iowa, you come to the Iowa School of Construction. If you're not in Iowa, just look for resources around where you live, right? There are so many programs where women can be trained into the trades. Yes. And not let, for example, what happens on site or what you heard of, of the industry stop you from the start. If you really want to do construction, it's an awesome career. You can mm-hmm. earn more money than other careers. And you don't need to work three jobs. You yes. can work one job and just go up the ladder on construction. Literally. <laughs> Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, and what I love about construction too, is the promotions are endless if you want them. Right. You got to take certifications. You got to, yeah. Like I I have one girl now, if we have time, she came to me, she said, I'm working three jobs. I'm not making it. I have three girls. I said, then we're going to set up a plan for you. you, First, I'm going to put you on a different job. So you are not working three jobs. And then you're going to come to the school. And after that, I'm going to put you even on a better job. So nice. That is great. How are the students going to find out about y'all and get plugged in? Like, how do you determine? If anybody, Perla DeLuca is my LinkedIn. Everybody knows that. But also, if you are in Iowa or if you want to come from another state and know more about our school, iowaschoolofconstruction.com. Oh, cool. We are on Facebook. I'll say that again, (laughs) iowaschoolofconstruction.com. We are on LinkedIn, Facebook, everywhere. So that will be great. So you are looking for sponsorships, right? To help these kids get through the school. How many kids are going to be in a class? So right now I I was uh, awarded a grant from Iowa workforce because of the labor shortage. Right now we have 12 scholarships. The first 12 students are going to get those. I did have a meeting with whites. They're interested in. So the way to help the school is actually through the foundation, the Pink Heart Have Foundation. 
for scholarships. We're not looking okay. for partners or investors at this point. We just want the students not to have to pay. The tuition is 4,200 for 15 weeks. Uh, we don't think it's like super expensive, but some people cannot afford. So we want to make sure that they can go to the program, better their lives, and the money is not an issue to stop them. Right. I love it. That is really, really awesome. What an opportunity for anyone, right? And it's not just for girls. No, it's not just for girls. Uh, we are meeting a lot with high schools. It's for high school students too, that after they graduate, they don't want to go to college or something. Also, maybe that person that after COVID decide they don't want to do computer work anymore. I want to flip houses, so come to us. <laughs> Neves Construction, a general contractor and woman-owned business, specializes in assisting construction companies with finding and creating short and long-term solutions for employee placement in areas of professional and skilled trades. Neves Construction further provides construction services to owners and developers, including owner's rep, interim project management and supervision, site inspections, and lending progress reporting. For more information, visit nevesconstruction.com. That's N-E-V-E-S construction.com. You know, and in the construction industry, do you feel like the entrepreneurial spirit comes out a little bit easier and faster? Like once you get a grip on some things that you really enjoy, you can really take that to any level you want to be. You can open your own school. You can have your own contracting business. You can put the concrete on a big bridge in Iowa. Like you really can do anything. Do you feel like that's really been instrumental in, in your role and in your success in your career? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, for me, it was just like when I started uh, and you guys are in business, you know how it is. You either have it on your heart. I say to stay in business, to start a business, to stay in business, you got to be resilient. This is not my first business. I lost two businesses before. So I don't stop, you know? So yes. it's just like, it's not for everybody, but for the people that are not like confident, we're here to help, you know? Yes. Like you it. can come to the school and decide to go to work for a big company. You can come to the school and decide to open your landscape company. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you the only way to fail is if you don't do it. Right. Know? Yes. Right. I love it. And I like that. <laughs> and when you fail, you learn. Just don't stop. Part of the, the journey. It's part of the journey. Yeah, exactly. You pick yourself up, you shake yourself off, and you just keep moving, right? Yeah. Keep like, moving. Looking back, I learned more from my mistakes than for issues that I had on site. Then for the days, everything went perfect. Yes, yes. Well, we are getting close to the end of our 20 minutes. I don't know if you are familiar with our forum. Women Talk Construction has a forum okay. where women are getting on there and men are getting on there and they're helping each other. And we're talking about workforce development. We want you to put that your school on there so that the kids and the adults that are listening to this podcast, they'll know where to go to find you. Um, give them your website, you know, whatever information you want to get out there. Tell our listeners how to get a hold of you. Great. Yeah. If you just want to find me LinkedIn, it's Perla De Luca. Perla with two L's and then <laughs> iowaschoolofconstruction.com. I want to thank you ladies for this opportunity. I want to collaborate with Women Talk Construction. I think we can do great things together and I'm yes. just yes. very humbled yes. by the opportunity. Yes, yes. absolutely. 
and whatever else we can do at Women Talk Construction to help you. Um, we run a nonprofit called Women Confidence Builders too. So this is really, really near and dear to heart hearts that that you're providing this avenue for women to have confidence to be able to do whatever they want to do. And we can't thank you enough for being on today. Yes. I thank you, ladies. Thank yeah. you for the for spreading the word, for help the women in construction, for just, you know, being another venue for us out there. <laughs> yes, yes. Women rock. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Talk Construction Podcast with your hosts, Christy Powell and Angela Gardner. See you next time.